0: The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth.
1: Welcome to Veritas.
0: There are many underwater harbors, channels, and canals on the Atlantic and Gulf Coast that are covered with vestiges and remnants of a sophisticated and large culture or civilization that existed before current sea level rose an average of 5'5". Five Evidence shows many harbour areas on much of New York's Long Island Sound and other East Coast locations, Florida Gulf Coast, the Louisiana Delta, and Mexico to have been quote-unquote worked and inhabited by a very large and technically sophisticated population of canal builders during some remote period. Both Florida and New York have extensive offshore harbour and canal channel systems that are at least 7,000 years old. The material presented tonight you will not hear on the mainstream media. We bring you not an archaeologist trained by academia, but an amateur researcher who stepped outside the proverbial box and has been exploring for decades what's under the water. What he says he has observed from the sky could rewrite the history of the world. He has identified patterns that appear to be man-made or at least non-natural. Some of these canals are longer, wider, and deeper than the Panama Canal, which about 7,000 years ago would have required some serious innovation, underwater sunken systems that require technology to produce that is beyond or at least equivalent to what we have today. Who are these builders and how was civilization 7,000 years ago? Greetings, I'm your host Mel Fabregas at Veritas Radio. If you want to listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com And if you want to get in touch with me, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com I always love to hear from you. My special guest is John M. Jensen Jr., who has been researching and writing about the canals and harbors he discovered in 2008 and has written two books on the subject, Ancient Canal Builders and Earth Epochs, both available for free on his website at earthepochs.com. And John Jensen joins us directly from my old stomping grounds in the Sunshine State of Florida. Hello, Mr. Jensen, and welcome to Veritas.
2: Thank you very much. I appreciate you inviting me on.
0: My pleasure. May I call you John?
2: Yes, you can, please.
0: Well, first of all,
2: John, how did you
0: begin your research? Let's begin with the, the genesis of it all.
2: The uh, the the I've been a uh, general researcher and with interest life interest in ancient archaeology uh, the anomalies around the earth back to the days of um, the the early Eric von Daniken days back in the late 50s early 60s um, and as I got closer to retirement about 10 years ago 12 years ago I was I had the time available to really start doing more research. And one day I was looking at some civil war stuff. Uh, uh, really did not related to this subject at all. And in, in looking at some of the canals in Louisiana or at looking at some of the uh, civil war uh, buildings and, uh, and information of how the war was fought around new Orleans, um, uh, I saw a fort on the Mississippi River, and beside it was some very large, uh, for lack of a better word, canals, um, and they looked out of place. They didn't look right to the size of the fort and the area, and as I began to look at it in closer detail, I'm talking Google Earth, back in the early days of Google Earth. Oh, yeah. As as I began to look at that particular set of canals closer, I realized that there were miles upon miles of similar wide, what we call paddlehead canals. And they they were available, they were there during the Civil War, because the initial drawings that I looked at were hand drawings of the time. And I went, huh. I don't think they were building canals prior to the Civil War that were degraded and uh, and silted in by the time of the Civil War. It means they were older. I don't think they were doing that at that time. I, I started looking for information and said when uh, Louisiana canals were being built for the oil industry. Uh, an exploration natural resource explanation logging and and so on, which by the way was quite large in Louisiana back in the late eighteen hundreds um, so I started looking at all of that data to see if any natural resource folks were building canals of any kind in Louisiana prior to the Civil War, and I couldn't find the first thing not not the first piece of evidence of anything, and I went. Maybe there's something here, and I just kept looking. At I spent about a year and a half in researching the Louisiana canals that led me further and further afield until I was in Florida and Texas and South uh, Mexico um, and so on. And I began to get a a much larger picture of canals that looked like these original. Uh, what we call paddlehead canals, that I'd seen on the pre-Civil War map. And the Google Earth images were much clearer than anything the maps had, and I was able to uh, trace many, many miles of these canals that just did not fit any kind of history that we have uh, for our exploration for um, natural resources and so on. And I didn't have any proof. I didn't have any close pictures. Uh, but I just kept researching. And as I got further out into uh, Florida, uh, both Florida coasts, and I live in the Orlando area, so I was able to go to both coasts to, to look at uh, information that I found or try to research it. Um, and I began to find... Uh, anomalies in Florida that just absolutely were pre um, pre current um, civilization our our own uh, technology, and as I did that, I began to understand and look at other areas of research around how to identify the age of things that were underwater, like these canals, and I. I started finding out about uh, ocean rise and the dating process, not archaeologically but geologically, uh being able to date um ocean rise and levels of what we call uh, the shoulder or tidal shoulder based put dates to it based on uh carbon dating and uh other other efforts, research efforts that folks were doing to do dating through ocean rise, which led me backwards to uh, the being able to date a specific period in time when several uh, major events, and I'll call them cataclysmic kind of events, occurred simultaneously or in the historic record nearly simultaneously relatively speaking, uh, one of the first pieces of evidence that came out of it was that uh, 7,000 years ago, based on ocean rise information, uh, there were um, several major environmental impacts that were catastrophic in nature, that all coincided almost exactly to 7,000 years ago, and that became the real core of Earth ethics. I, I begin to look at another set of um, events that were closer to our own time in in historical record, and we'll call that the I call it the Earth axis tilt, but in reality, most folks will recognize it as the the day that the sun stood still in Joshua uh, in Joshua's Canaan. When after Moses and Joshua left Egypt, they went, uh, transferred through the Sinai Desert, went to Egypt. I'm sorry, went to uh, Canaan, and at a given date that we pretty well know almost exactly when it was, the the, the world recorded in uh, in many of uh, written forms of the earth, of this Earth standing still for less than half a day. And the long day and the long night, which is, which is a world, uh, recorded event across many cultures around the world. And they define what happened, how long it happened, and when it happened. And I, I went, that date coincides almost exactly, uh, with the date of the Santorini explosion in the Mediterranean. That's the, the, the caldera that exploded, um, on on Santorini Island, and uh, another um, piece of evidence on that is is uh, that at that time, at the at that almost exact time, which is about 3,450 years ago, uh, many cultures—the Chinese, the the uh, uh, Mesopotamian, Sumerian, Egyptian, and even the, the Mayans and Aztecs changed their early calendar about that time and added five and a quarter days to their calendars. And it's it's kind of self-evident that if we if and the Egyptians, Sumerians had a 360 day calendar prior to that time, and they had to add five and a quarter days to their extant calendar, means that there's probably um, a change in the solar path of the earth to to a greater five and a quarter days, uh, or those cultures wouldn't have added those days.
0: Let's let's dissect this, this step by step, John, because this is really fascinating, and I hope that everybody listens to the last minute because I have a lot of notes here and a lot of good information. But let's go step by step. I'm sure you'd agree, John, that in order to find out who and why these canals were built, we must find out when they were built. And you've done a good job, dissecting this so you found out that it's about 7000 years ago now these calderas could it be that when the earth stopped for those who believe that it rotates that volcanoes erupted not only there but probably around the world and the 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 soil displacement or the lava could that be the culprit of what made the oceans rise
2: no i, I don't i really don't think so the 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 dating is Pretty precise that the explosion of Santorini and the breach of the Gibraltar Strait at the same time was at a specific time, 3,448 years ago, almost, almost exactly. The, the great event, what we call the last great cataclysm at 7,000 years ago was a precise event that is, that is also, uh, has many records geologically that that date them to that exact time, so they're different. Uh the the great explosions, uh the building of the West Coast as a result of earthquakes is probably a different date. I have that in my opinion, uh the the, the great earthquakes of the West Coast, the building of the uh Rocky Mountains and those and I've been on digs in the Rocky Mountains where we found whole beaches of clam that are relatively fresh uh you know thousands of feet above sea level in the Rockies uh that all occurred at a, at the the Younger Dryas impact event of 12,900 years ago in my opinion uh but look at so the Lake, they're, they're, Lake Titicaca it has
0: Lake Titicaca in South America. It has exactly. sea life Lake Titicaca, up there. Uh, uh,
2: the uh, uh, Puma Punku, uh, Tiwanaku, all of those at the uh, the high cities in the Andes all occurred from that major uh, impact, um, and that's all part of my next book. I'm really, I really don't have much of it in earth epics, uh, but the, but the whole younger drives cataclysm and the earlier ones. See what I'm, what I'm saying to you, we're talking about three cataclysms right here, uh, relatively close to each other. Uh, a lighter one at 3,600 years ago that was not a world class, uh, population killing cataclysm. It was a more, of a lo- more of a localized catastrophe than a world or global cataclysm. There was one at 7,000 years ago which is the last great cataclysm and it was quite devastating and the precursor of the precursor civilization to that was uh, the biblical Elohim or Anunnaki was before that cataclysm and there's some argument that it may that those may really predate the the Younger Dryas event of 12,900 years ago. What about the
0: canals? Uh, when, in your estimation, were they built? What year, more or less, years?
2: The years of, wh- of what? The canals, when were they built? The canals were built prior to 7,000 years ago. Almost, uh, the the civilization grew up sometime between 7,600 years ago and 7,000 years ago, between that period. I don't know exactly when, But it was wiped out, uh, universally wiped out 7,000 years ago. My, uh, my argument in terms of the supporting, uh, um, the supporting evidence is that, um, we can, we can date the canals by ocean rise. The, the major canals that I've identified in my book, uh, are generally speaking between six and 10 feet under the current ocean level, okay? And we know without a doubt that ocean rise over the last um, 7,000 years is almost exactly, uh, uh, well, I say exactly, it's really not, it's about eight foot, give or take. Uh, maybe, maybe a little less, maybe closer to between six and seven and a half. So if anything is underwater, Or on the tidal shoulder that is at least 10 foot underwater, it with, it's not even an argument that it's at least 7,000 years old. A perfect example that your listeners may be familiar with is the Bimini Road. The Bimini Road, without question, is not, is non-natural. It, it's built out of, it's built into a form that looks like a J, the letter J, uh, besides some other land barrier, uh, landside, uh, artifacts and it resides at something around a 12 foot, uh, under the ocean level. Uh, its shoreline would have been about 12 foot lower than the ocean is today. And that's a, that's a element that anyone can go look at. It's there. It's, it, and it's, and it's at a depth that we understand how old it is. And the Bimini Road is something around uh, 7,500 to 7,600 years ago. Now, if the cataclysm occurred 7,000 years ago, it means there was technology here for at least 600 years before the cataclysm. So the the harbors that I've seen evidence of, particularly New York harbors, uh, the ones going down into Mexico, all are on a tidal shoulder that is slightly more than six foot deep, meaning they were built before seven thousand years ago. Um, and that that civilization, we know pretty clearly who they were because uh, about twenty years ago, some con- contractors dug up some bodies in Florida at called the Windover Bog people. Out of Titusville, uh, and those bodies had, were buried in, in peat, uh, in a, in graves that the pH in the water in the grave area was so neutral that the body still had the brain matter, brain, uh, material in the brain cavity. So they were able to not only date them, they were able to haplogroup blood test them and and be able to put haplogroup markers to who they were based on that initial studies that have been decried now by uh um, academia that's screaming cuz they they can they can't live with the fact that we had civilized people here 7600 years ago particularly in america uh but the first the, the tests that they ran through proved that their haplogroup was Gaelic, Irish, uh, or,
1: um Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com because you don't want to believe...